Blog Talk Radio. I was wondering on Friday, what country could we bomb next? So we just bombed Syria uh, with 59 Tomahawk missiles because we wanted to, to send a message that we were about peace and we wanted to do something so that people would understand that we need peace in Syria. So we sent 59 missiles. And I was thinking, gosh, I, I hope we don't run out of countries to, to attack because we're, you know, we are kind of running out of them. You know, we're in, we're in Syria and we're in Afghanistan and we're in Iraq and Libya and uh, Yemen and you know, God knows where else. And I was thinking, you know, I, we're starting to run out of countries. I, I began to get a little concerned about our military industrial complex and about our politicians. But not, not to worry, not to worry. No, 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 no. Everything's fine. Because now we're sending a fleet or a bunch of ships, our Navy and all that, to North Korea. Uh, because we don't like what North Korea is doing. Because we don't like their dictator. Because he's got nukes. And he's a saber rattler. And so we need to show him the importance of peace. So we're sending our warships there, and we might bomb the crap out of him next. And, of course, the media loves this. Oh, my God, all the experts inside the Beltway, oh, yes, we need to show American strength, American resolve. Yeah, we need to really send a message. And I'm going, it, you know, have you seen the film? You've got to see this film. It's an old one, but it's really, really good. Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. It's a great film. It's black and white, but it's a great film. Made by an English guy, but it's a great film. And it stars Peter Sellers in three roles and a bunch of really great actors. And it's this black comedy about uh, nuclear destruction and about militarism and about all the craziness that's involved with this. And I swear to you, it's like we are living in a modern-day Technicolor version of Dr. Strangelove. It is just amazing to me. It is absolutely – the only thing missing is a Nazi in a wheelchair uh, who was Dr. Strangelove. But it's just everything else seems to be right, right on board. You know, It's like, oh, we need to bomb more people. We need to take care of our precious bodily fluids. We need to teach Kim Jong-un a lesson. And we need to teach that Syrian guy with no chin to that uh, Bashar Assad guy a lesson. And we need to teach Gaddafi a lesson. And we need to teach Yemen a lesson. And we need to teach Saddam Hussein a lesson. And we need to teach the Taliban a lesson. And we need to teach... Like, get... Let me take a moment. Let me take a deep breath. Let me gather myself. I'm Dimitri, the lovable libertarian. Trademark, service mark, copyright, Pat Bedding. Don't steal it. Here at the intersection of freedom and fun. Trademark, service mark, copyright, Pat Bedding. Don't steal that either. And this is One Dimitri Radio, our multi-stream on blogtalkradio.com and on Facebook Live. When I say we, I mean well, and I do this five nights a week, most nights, every once in a while, something comes up, but usually most nights. And um, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate this uh, greatly. Um, I, I, there's no guest tonight. This is just a 15-minute pure rant about insanity. And the, 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 just the, the, the militarism, the killing, the, 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 oh, the frustration on my part. I'm the lovable libertarian. Now, as a libertarian, I've got this crazy notion that the United States Constitution actually, you know, means something uh, because it's the way it was divided up in terms of the powers, the executive branch and the legislative branch and the Supreme Court and the the judicial branch and all that. 
the way they divvied up all the powers, they, they did this Article 1, Section 8 thingy where Congress is supposed to have the power to declare war. But Congress doesn't feel like doing that because it's a lot easier to have the president just do war. And then if it's popular, everyone in Congress will go, oh, bravo, yes, well done. I certainly support it. Or if he screws up, he didn't follow the Constitution and we're standing up to our president. It's all crap. It's all crap. Anyway, uh, whenever our president, any president, doesn't matter whether it's President Trump or former President Obama or former President Bush or former President Clinton or former President Bush again, and on and on and on, all the way back. Whenever they get involved in some kind of crazy military thing and start bombing the crap out of countries and invading them, whether it's Grenada or Syria or Kuwait or God Almighty, I mean, the public loves it. And their approval ratings for the, the, the presidents goes up. Even when President Clinton bombed an aspirin factory in the middle of Africa somewhere that nobody ever cared about or understood what the hell it was, the fact is, well, he's our president and he's going to war. And so we got to back this guy. And that's what people do here in America. It's, it's, it's not the leaders that are at fault, although God knows, you know, they certainly deserve a fair amount of blame. But it's the people, the vast majority of people disagree with me. And I can't believe it. Throughout most of my life, I've been, in essence, a libertarian. I'm a life member of the Libertarian Party. I've been that for God knows how many years now. And I actually believe that our country should not be getting involved in military conflicts or police actions or uh, wars or bombing or whatever, any other country, unless there's a declared war. I actually believe that. And yet you wouldn't know, you wouldn't, th- it's like the Constitution doesn't even exist. It's like our Congress doesn't even exist. It's like most people in America are unlike me, and they think this is a dandy thing to start firing Tomahawk missiles into Syria and to go sending a Navy fleet to, 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 to maybe bomb, you know, North Korea. Uh, and and, and th- 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 most, of the, most of the United States, many parts of the world think this is a great idea. In what world are we living in? It's honestly, it's like Dr. Strangelove, where all these crazy characters are all, one's more bloodthirsty than the other. They all want to go to war. They all want to bomb the crap out of everybody else. And at the end, of course, it's just, it's, it's nuclear annihilation because it's all crazy stuff. And yet here we are, we are reliving this thing. I was watching Fox News. Jesus, the Bill O'Reilly and talking to all these experts and uh, you know, these neocons and all these people inside the Beltway, and they're all applauding Trump. These are all people who were never Trumpers, who hated Trump and everything connected, and probably still do. But now they're all applauding. Oh, yes, we neocons. We think this is a good idea. National Review, another neocon. Oh, yes, this is a, this is a show of American power, American strength. Yeah, let's bomb the crap out of everybody. And everybody's all for this stuff, except libertarians and a few select other people who are still sane, and yet we're in the minority. I can't believe we're in the minority, but we've always been in the minority, and we'll probably always be in the minority. When will we learn our lessons is my question. When are we going to learn our lessons? We, we go into a country. We, we, we bomb the crap out of it. We replace their leaders, and then when everything falls apart and there's this leadership vacuum, we're surprised when we can't control it, and it ends up being even worse than it, what, what, it, what it had been. Iraq being a great example, Libya being a great example, and you know probably 50 other countries, including now pretty soon Syria as an example. And it's that we never learn our lessons. 
We just never learned. It's like, well, we'll do it right this time because, after all, we rebuilt Germany and Japan after World War II, so we clearly know how to do nation building. Plus, we got bombs, so we'll just bomb the crap out of people because that's what we do, and we're really good at that. And so now it's North Korea. And you know, you've got all – oh, 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 I forgot about this. With Iraq, all the lies, all the lies. Jesus, all the lies with wars. Um, the most recent wars. Can you believe I'm even talking like this? The most recent wars. Um, Kuwait, where it was called Operation Desert Shield or Storm, something crap, thing like that. Um, <clears throat> do you remember uh, a, um, reports coming out of Kuwait that the Iraqi soldiers, because Iraq had invaded Kuwait, you know, one dictatorship invading a monarchy in the Middle East. Who cares? They're all, they're all assholes. And so one big story coming out of the uh, invasion of Kuwait is that, oh, these Iraqi soldiers are grabbing babies out of incubators and throwing them into the streets because they're Iraqis and we need to save the monarchy of Kuwait. But it, it's a monarchy. And so we need to go to war. And of course, it turned out it was all a lie. Uh, and then um, there's this guy in Iraq who was a defector who uh, his code name was Curveball. I'm not making that up. Curveball. And he started spreading lies because he wanted Saddam Hussein to be overthrown. And uh, The Guardian, in fact, today had an interesting story about Curveball. And he admitted, oh, yeah, it was just a lie. I want to get rid of you know, Saddam Hussein. I was amazed they actually went to war. And of course, the weapons of mass destruction, you know, Colin Powell at the United Nations. Well, we've got, you know, got proof here in the United States, you know, our government and CIA. We never lie about that stuff. Never lied about the Gulf of Tonkin resolution. We never lied about even the war with Mexico. I mean, we just, we never lied. And so, you know, of course, they go to war. And the United Nations, by the way, a lot of people don't remember this. The United Nations actually sent someone from Sweden, a guy named Bricks or Brex, some really weird name to Iraq to see if there were weapons of mass destruction. This is before the war. And he came back and said, there are no weapons of mass destruction. I've checked. And, oh, the United States, the media, and everyone's going, oh, wow, he's, he's Swedish. And the United Nations, they don't know crap. Well, it turns out they were right. And so and now we don't even know if uh, Syria actually dropped gas or, you know, the Syrian or whatever the hell it is. And even if they did, so what? We had no problems with gassing, you know, being in bed with dictators who gassed their own people. During the Iraq-Iran war, Saddam Hussein, we helped Saddam Hussein, even though we knew he was gassing the Turks. Oh, yeah, that was okay then. But now, oh, no, America is moral and high ground. Isn't this amazing? Remember what we were talking about here in the media up until the Tomahawk missiles, and that is how... Russia was involved in the United States elections somehow, some way. We can't figure it out. But how dare a foreign country, think about this, how dare a foreign country want to get involved in, in politics in the United States and tell America how to run its, its own country, its own government? Meanwhile, we're going halfway across the world, firing 59, actually we fired 61 failed uh, tomahawks to get rid of the head of Syria. And now we're sending Navy warships halfway across the world to maybe get rid of North Korea's leader because we don't like him. But, oh, those Russians, they better not, they better not be getting involved in telling us how to, how to run our country. What level of hypocrisy is this? What level of just absolute brazen hypocrisy is this? This is insane. It's, just, it's absolutely insane. And there's no end in sight. I mean, you know, we've got about 200 countries. We've bombed a good portion of them, but there's still a few that we have 
um, that we can go after, um, uh, probably Iran, after we go after uh, North Korea and maybe get rid of Kim Jong-un, who is not a pleasant person, but there are a lot of really, really unpleasant people in the world who are running countries and doing horrible things to their people. And there's not a damn thing we can do about that. But uh, well, we're going to bomb them anyway because we're really good at bombing. We just love bombs. Anyway, um, I just, I just had, I just had to say this. I'm sorry. I, I, I just did. And we're in the minority. I absolutely know we're in the minority, and it, it just frustrates me no end because I was thinking to myself ever since I was a kid, has there ever been a time in my life when America wasn't at war, unofficially, of course, somewhere, whether it was Vietnam or or uh, Korea or. Um, uh, what else, you know, um, uh, in the Middle East, three or four times, uh, where else have we been sending troops? In the, in the Caribbean, we've been sending troops, Grenada and Dominican Republic. And um, I mean, it's just, it's, I wonder, was there ever a time in my life, and I mean this quite literally, was there ever a time in my life when we were not at war, unofficially at war somewhere in the world with some other country. I, I, I can't, I, I don't know if there was it. I, mean, I hope there was, but I, I can't name it. It's like, we just accept this. This is just part of who we are. This is America, Pax Americana. Not so much the Pax part, but the Americana part. And there's no end in sight. Now, tomorrow night, I don't know what I'll be talking with you about. Maybe it'll be, well, we sent some Tomahawk missiles and we actually killed Kim Jong-un because... We care about, so I don't know, but it just, it just uh, never ends. It absolutely uh, never ends. Uh, what will end is the blog talk radio part of our sound stream tonight, but I'm going to stay on with Facebook live to uh, take your uh, comments, to uh, speak with you about them and uh, go, um, go from there. Uh, tomorrow I'll probably have a guest after I do my rant on the blog talk radio part of, uh, of our simul stream. We do this five nights a week, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Did I say we again? Um, it's one Dimitri radio. And um, you know, please spread the word. Share this with people, uh, email them, you know, do uh, whatever. I'm in the minority. In the media, I'm in the minority. I'm in America, I'm in the minority. I'm, I'm opposed to this militarism. It's absolutely insane. It has got to end but it never has in my lifetime and probably, probably never will. Just uh, anyway, the um, blog talk radio.